Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go fly. Econ, we're going fly. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. Go, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're going fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone. It's another episode of The Roman Show. I am your host, Rodolfo Roman. Happy Easter to those who uh, who celebrate. Uh, if not, then, well, happy, happy week. Hopefully, you guys have a wonderful, magnificent week. Again, we're still in quarantine, enjoying this time uh, home. Of course, not... not most of us can't go out and uh, go around our time unless you're an essential professional uh, or, or employee. Therefore, you're stuck home, working from home or catching up on your chores or anything else that you need to, de- to do. Either way, hope you're staying safe as uh, we still have some time left. We just got to be patient. Either way, the world of sports, believe it or not, Still, it still has a lot of things behind it, although we don't have any live sports at all, other than pro wrestling, which has been filmed. And we'll get into the topic or the conversation as far as how the WWE will continue producing episodic television live, which which is quite interesting. But hey, let's give a go ahead a special thanks to Fight Back CBD. During these times, many of us are facing some anxiety, uh, some, some perhaps you're exercising extra more than you did before. So you need some sort of a recovery and Fight Back CBD is the appropriate tool for you. That's Fight Back CBD. Head on over to the website, fatbacks, fightbackcbd.com. I understand they're on backwater. There's a lot of request or desire for this product right now during these times but very affordable fightback cbd hit them up on instagram and on their website and now during this time you find yourself you know some leisure activities right you, you get some extra time that you want to share you can't go out you can't go to the bar you can't go party so you end up staying home why don't you do yourself and lawn the the the, the tool the boys down there Mow the lawn, man. And I have to say, the support for the Roman Show comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I'm telling you, I, I personally have trimmed myself smooth. It's like a freaking ice rink. And just chest, too, the chest area. You know, it works very well. This is a great little device that you can use all over your body and your skin will be smooth and won't feel like those old 1980s rugs like barefoot, bigfoot. You're going to feel real good. So Manscaped also has the crop preserver, an anti-shaving ball deodorant and a moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Well, why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Your boys down there will thank you. Get 20% off your purchase 
plus free shipping with the free the code the Roman Show. That's the Roman code. Visit manscaped.com today and mow the lawn. Stop being smelly. Well, with that being said, again, thank you very much to our sponsors, Manscaped and Fightback CBD. And hopefully you guys, as I mentioned, are doing quite well. Lots of stuff happening in the world of sports and entertainment. Starting off with this young lady who has set the internet on fire. I'm talking about former women's WWE champion Ronda Rousey who was on the Steve-O podcast show and called wrestling fans ungrateful and called the sport fake. As you would expect, everyone in the locker room, specifically the women, jumped and just started attacking Ronda Rousey, stating that the sport is not fake and that if she ever returns, and I am... Mentioning here Nia Jax's word, if she were to return or when she returns to the WWE, she would knock her out. Now, Ronda Rousey didn't officially say that she was over wrestling. She said that if she were to return, it won't be on a full-time basis. It would be more of a part-time gig because she was always hurt. She was traveling 200 days out of the week and she would always find herself at home during your time off, resting her body because of all the aches and the bruises, which goes to figure you just called the fake the, the sport fake, but you're you're injured. Either way, I do have to say, Nia Jax, I, I hope you you know what you're getting yourself into here by stating that you're gonna knock out Ronda Rousey. Because not Ronda Rousey will knock the hell out of you and submit you. I don't care how big and tall you are, but Ronda Rousey is a lethal weapon. She literally is a fighter. Now, Ronda Rousey put out a statement on social media afterwards stating that if anyone who is outraged by calling pro wrestling fake fights for fun has never been in a real fight. While you all are tiptoeing around bruising some professional wrestlers, huge soft egos, no one is thinking about all the real fighters you're insulting when pretending pro wrestling is somehow on the same level of realism. Yes, I understand wrestling 300 days a year for uh, an end. Can you say 300 days a year for years on end is incredibly tough on the body and a difficult uh, profession. But do you know what would happen if you got in 300 fights in a year? You would be dead. And that's absolutely true. As you know, the training for fighters is uh, is at another level. And that that's the reason why fighters don't last that long. And you don't see them fighting. Only a couple make it to compete at a high level after they're 40. You can count them. But pro wrestlers, on the other hand, I've seen guys who are 50, 60s, how 70, who are competing at this point. Hence the Rock and Roll Express. So I have to agree there with Ronda Rousey that the training and... It, now, now there's a fine line here because let's face it, Ronda Rousey did something magnificent in a short time. She trained pro wrestling and was really good at it and actually main evented WrestleMania. So give credit where credit is due. Now, there were also some statements that she injured wrestlers. 
I want to go back to Nia Jax. Nia Jax, who, in my opinion, yes, she has the look, she has the feel, all that good stuff. But every time she got in the ring before she came back, it always seemed she was going to injure someone. So I don't know what Nia Jax is talking about, knocking out Ronda Rousey and saying uh, allegedly on a, on an interview in a tweet that she had to protect Alexa Bliss from getting hurt because some wrestlers couldn't work. Well, Nia Jax, my dear, I think you need to find out how to work because you, by God, if you haven't, I'm sure you've come very close to injuring people. And we saw that when you knocked out Becky Lynch when that was not meant to bust her nose. Now, speaking of WWE, well, they're losing big time thanks to COVID-19. Remember, they had to relocate WrestleMania 36 to an empty arena. And it is reported that they are expected to lose between 15 to $17 million of revenue based off ticket sales and merchandise sales. Now, the other estimate made are that WWE will be losing almost $300 million in revenue and $40 million in operating income if they are forced to cancel all live events for the remainder of 2020. And so far, it seems that way. It seems that way. There is a recent report. Dr. Ezekiel Emanuel, one of the key architects of the Affordable Care Act and a special advisor to the Director General of the World Health Organization, told the New York Times that he doesn't anticipate it to be safe to return to concerts, sporting events, and other mass public gatherings for another 18 months. That means that we won't be able to see any live spectacle until next year, roughly November. The fall of 2021, that is a long freaking time. All right, it's going to be detrimental to athletes, musicians. You know, I myself had some tickets uh, to see Five Finger Death Punch and some other bands. And I don't think that right now that's it's looking that way. We have to wait out about an 18 months. And in a way, you have to agree to this because it's the only way that we're going to slow this thing down. Only way. That's just, just the way it is. So if, if it has to happen, then it has to be what it is and let the experts um, do their best estimate or, or, or the best advice. You know, that's why they study these things. That they, that's the reason why they are professionals. Now, in reference to COVID-19, we now know the three individuals have received COVID-19. They have the virus and they are still proceeding with taping the WWE events or, or actually shooting the events live. Bobby Lashley, Carmella, and Corey Graves reportedly have contracted the virus. Now, Raw and SmackDown and NXT are reported to, to be airing live this week and from there forward. In a statement from WWE, a spokesperson said, We believe it is now more important than ever to provide people with a diversion from these hard times. We are producing content on a closed set with only essential personnel in attendance following appropriate guidelines while taking additional precautions to ensure the health and wellness of our performers and staff. As a brand that has been woven into fabric society, WWE and its superstars bring families together and deliver a sense of hope, determination, and perseverance. Now, here's my thing. Uh, Florida's a stay-at-home state. And as far as I could remember right now, as of the recording of this, this episode, it seems that pretty much all of the United States is at stay-at-home. They're locked down, shut down. 
Now, Dana White was trying to produce a fight for this weekend, April 18, the UFC 249. And he got shut down. And we'll discuss that right after this interview with Lee Johnson, who made his debut for AEW against his trainer, QT Marshall. You can check out the video right now. It's available on the AEW's YouTube channel. Head on over and subscribe or just watch it on our website, theromanshow.com. All right, coming up next, we welcome Lee Johnson on The Roman Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. And uh, you know, many people, the majority of us, are quarantined, and we are unable to get out and enjoy the the the, the riches, the going out, the, the wrestling, the the sporting events, the concert, and so much more. And all of us, some of us, are a little a little bored, a little tired, a little sad. However, there's a plus to this. There's a plus to this, and that's because some young talent uh, are, are, are stepping up and are having an opportunity uh, at the big time. Like this man right here joining us right now, Lee Johnson, who you saw on AEW Dark taking on QT Marshall. Lee, thanks so very much, man. First and foremost, uh, congrats. Congrats on appearing there in AEW Dark. It's a, it's a big, major stage. But how did this all come about? How did you get the phone call? Uh, I understand you do train with QT um, in, in his training school, but how did this happen? And, and and you please take me in to your expression or your emotion when you were notified that hey, yeah, by the way, we're gonna be we're gonna make this match part of AEW Dark. Um, thank you. Um, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I got a message from. QT about a week at a time and he was just like hey I want to have you come down to Jacksonville um, to do some dark stuff so um, he, you know he sent me the text and then after that I came down and it's crazy because with everything that's going on I wasn't even sure if like traveling etc if everything was going to be able to work out but um, after that I went down there. I had no clue who I was going to be wrestling against. So, you know, you just get a phone call like that. You take it. Um, I went down there and I found out uh, while sitting inside the trailer that it was going to be against QT. And I was super, you know, ecstatic because he is uh, one of the guys that trained me. Um, so to be able to share the ring with him um, for AEW was definitely perfect. So it all pretty much just came out in, in a matter of days, uh, for the for the for the to say the least. Now in the match, it was a, a very competitive match uh, on both of you guys. It was like Cody Rhodes was saying on on the announce team or the commentating team. You know, is teacher versus student. But uh, QT got a little got a little busted there. He had bleeding there from the side. Did you notice that during the match, or did you just see it afterwards? So I did notice it. Um... Probably towards the end of the match, I wasn't sure what it happened on. Um, still not exactly too sure what it happened on. We have a couple of ideas. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it was it was horrible. 
It was definitely horrible, especially how much was coming out of him. Um, I felt completely bad about it. Yeah, tell me about that, because here you are. This is a guy that trains you, and he got cut. Were you kind of like, oh man, like I kind of like dropped the bar here, or or what was your reaction? And back, you know, and in the locker room, was he basically tell you, hey, it's cool, it happens, or? So because um, it was QT, you know, had it been anybody, I would have had the same reaction though. But because it was QT, and we do have such a good relationship, you know, he is uh, my trainer. I did feel extremely bad um, once. We got to the back. I kind of apologized profusely. And then um, he kind of let me know it was okay. Things happen. And that's really what it is. Things happen. Uh, Sometimes we never expect them at all. But when they do, we kind of just got to roll with the punches. So, yeah, um, once I got to the back, I apologized profusely. And um, he completely let me know that it was okay. And that's something, of course, that you'll learn from now on. I'm sure that you. How many times have you looked at the match out of curiosity? <laughs> so actually, I watched it um, maybe about ten or eleven times for different <laughs> reasons. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of those guys that is such a perfectionist. So I not only have watched it out of all of like, wow, I actually did this, but I watched it big time for. Um, a lot of uh, criticism on myself to see what I believe I should have done different or what I think, you know, moving on, I can change and do different. So I've watched it a couple of times. Now, would you say that in this match, because I've seen some of the other previous matches you've had, I saw a spot where you did like a, a Hurricane Rana from the, the corner of the edge of the ring, which is insane. I have no idea how you're still talking to me. Sure. Um but 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 it seemed like this was very a uh, technical match. You you didn't want to do anything overboard. You just wanted to just go out there, do a match, do your thing, and that's pretty much it. Was that was that for the most part uh, the strategy here? Not to kind of overshow here what what you're capable of doing, but just get a get a set pace of a match. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, I'm really happy that it was that. It, didn't make me think too hard because that's something that can happen you know um i'm 22 years old i've been wrestling for a little over two years you know you get put in that position and so quickly you can drop the ball with anything so it was one of those things to where it was hey we're going to keep it simple we're going to do this um i don't want you to think too hard just go out there and have fun and that's really what it was um definitely a different setting being in front of who I was in front of. Um, also, being there with QT, it calmed a lot of my nerves down, but it was definitely one of those things to where uh, didn't do too much because over time, that's something that you eventually get to show. You know, as time goes on, you get to show, hey, well, I can bring this to the table, I can bring that to the table. But in um, my first showing, I was really happy that what I did do wasn't anything too much for me to handle. Now, with the commentary, uh, Cody Rhodes kind of give you a, a rub on the shoulder there, saying, hey, you know, this kid's got talent. You know, I'm sure we'll see him again. How'd you feel about that? You know, Rhodes, you know, what? what <laughs> tell me tell me about it when was, you first heard that. And, and did anyone was, message you when they watched it live? Like, dude, you know, Cody Rhodes just gave you props. Yeah, so um, it was awesome to hear it um, because I had met, 
Cody a few times. Um, so it was really awesome to hear, you know, him say that about me. I did get a lot of messages from a lot of people, and I, you know, got back to as many of them as I could. Um, and yeah, it was it was honestly one of the most awesome things. Um, I did uh, most recently do a spot for um, their Dynamite show on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and after that, I got a little shout out from Tony Khan, and that was along the same lines as, as having uh, Cody give me a little rub. It was completely awesome. Now, I'm sure that you you must feel like a kid at a candy store. Now, tell me about wrestling about uh, uh, um, in front of just a, a handful of people. Well, actually, no, that they didn't have anyone. Um, when you yeah. wrestled, not not like the not like Dynamite where they had some of the wrestlers there. So, tell me about that experience. You know, everything is quiet, and all you hear is the is the bump, uh, and 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 QT's reaction, maybe the referees, and that's all you hear. It's very silent. So, how was that experience? So honestly, with that, um, it wasn't anything that I wasn't used to because I believe if you train then that's something that you're, you know, you've just become accustomed to. So for me, um, training is a big part of my life. I, you know, I make sure I'm at training all the time. And at the end of the day, we run matches. And um, having a match at training was honestly just like that. It was just really nobody there. Um, And you kind of got to play to the beat of your own drum, you know. You got to get into that mode, Um within yourself because the fans do play such a big role in what we do without them. There's no us. So honestly, um, I'm glad that being with QT and, you know, previously training with AR Fox, like I got so used to, to just running matches at the end of training and doing it in front of nobody that it completely, um, it felt normal to me. So go, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get involved with pro wrestling and, training with qt who it seems to be he's more like a like a feeder uh brand here feeder promotion to aew tell me the story how everything just came about um so man i've been i've loved wrestling since i was about two to three years old uh, there's a picture of me a picture of me uh where i was maybe like three and i'm holding up the the wwf title um and yeah, so I knew what I wanted to do from a young age. Um, ultimately, once I got out of high school, I went to college for maybe like my first year, and I was just like, I, I'm just not happy with this. So I did leave. Uh, I found a spot to start training at, which was the WWA4. Uh, AR Fox was the head trainer there. I started training with him. Um, and then ultimately, you just reach a level to where. You're like, okay, I've done this. I know this. I'm appreciative of it. But now I want to kind of do something else. I want to kind of learn some more from different people. So after training with Fox for a long while, I went over to QT in the Power Factory. And I've been with him since, and it's been awesome Um, being with QT. uh, I won't exactly say that he's, uh, really a feeder to AEW because um, he doesn't guarantee anybody anything. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. say, hey, if you train with me, you have a job. Mm-hmm. It's more so, a, you know, 
you work hard and everything will come with it. And honestly, that's just all it's been. You know, I work hard and I think, um, I think I, you know, what I do when nobody's watching is also there as well from watching a ton of wrestling to I'll just be at home and I'll practice little things like facials and, um, things like that. So yeah, honestly, it's been awesome from start to, to now, you know, between training at the WWA four to training, um, with QT Marshall at the Power Factory, now known as the Nightmare Factory. Oh, it changed name now. Yes, it has now changed to the Nightmare Factory. So, no, and as you mentioned, you're right. It's not guaranteed that you're going to get a position in AEW if you go train. Uh, but knowing that they have that, that relationship and, and QT wrestles for AEW, do you see certain members of the AEW roster appear at his school for, uh, training for motivation or inspiration or maybe a couple of lessons or, or, or so? A couple of the guys come down to um, the Power Factory and train with us and things like that, and it's definitely a big motivation. Um, you know, and like I said, Cody is one of those guys that is there. Um, so Cody, he pops in. Um, a lot of them, you know, they'll come down there and just get inside the ring. Uh, it's a really nice environment. We have a nice gym so it's a nice environment for them to come and work out it's a nice environment for them to come and train um it's definitely motivation 100 percent, to see them and where they are now and who and are all of us and who are some of the trainers obviously qt who else I, also uh is billy gunn a part of this too so um right now the people that um are head trainers uh it's QT, and then um, along with QT, you have um, Glacier, who was uh-huh. in WCW. Uh-huh. Um, along with Glacier, we have uh, another one of our guys. His name is Josie Quinn, who's uh, who helps run training. And then along with him, we have another one of our guys named Cody Vance, and he helps run training as well. Wow. So pretty good stuff. And then just looking at some of the images, it's a very nice gym. The last image I saw, there were like four rings Um in the area, is that about right? Yes, there's four rings. So that's that's quite nice to see uh, the the excitement there. And how often do you train um, at the school? So um, I train about three days a week at the school. Um, yeah, three four days at the week. Uh, sometimes we run week, we uh, run weekends, so that could shoot up to five six days if we're training. Uh, Saturday and Sunday as well. Well, obviously now we're all in quarantine. Um, what are you doing to stay in shape? Um, of course, as wrestlers, you need that constant um, reminder of your body, you know, to continue to, to wrestle and to move. Because once you stop it, you, you, they got what they call that the whole thing, the ring rust. But what are you keeping yourself to, to, to keep in shape and still keep mobile during these times? So for me, um, I think dieting is 100% one of the biggest things. I think the working out, you know, you can find a lot of things to do, but uh, dieting is one of the things that I've had to keep in check um, for me over the past couple of weeks. So making sure that I do my meal prep. Um, Along with that, I like to do a lot of running. So I do a lot of running. 
Um, I have some resistance bands. I have been trying to get my hands on a pull-up bar. It's been a little difficult uh-huh. because a lot of places aren't shipping right now. And then, you know, the big stores like Walmart and Target, et cetera, are out of it. So um, my resistance bands. And then um, I have something called the Nike app. And it's a training app to where they put a bunch of workouts on, a bunch of home workouts. So I've been getting myself into a, a lot of that as well. Wow, interesting stuff. So, uh, what is next for you? I, again, you 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 pretty much impress most of the people there in AEW, especially Cody Rhodes giving you a rub on on on, on uh, AEW DARPA. What's next to you? What 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 did they notify you after? What is next? Um, right now, what's next is completely unknown. Um, it's unknown not only with um, everything going on, you know, a lot of people don't know when the world is going to open back up, but, um, I'm excited for whatever's next and whatever is next, I'm going to completely take it and, uh, run it all the way to the touchdown as best as I can. And, and then aside from Cody and QT, did you get to see anyone else backstage, maybe like a Jericho or any of the other vets? Oh yeah. Yes. Um, I saw... Uh, Jericho, um, I saw Billy Gunn, uh, obviously Brody Lee, um, and there was also a guy that I really like, Lance Archer, I'm big, big, huge mm-hmm. fan of him, um, so I got to meet a lot of those guys, it was really awesome. And, and did they share any of, 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 as far as any words of wisdom, or did they see your match, did they give you any feedback? Yeah, um, Jericho was... Uh, really, really awesome. Wow. Um, he talked to me after my match, and uh, you know, he let me know a couple of things I really appreciated. Same thing with Brody Lee. Um, he was awesome. Um, yeah, Billy Gunn, he was awesome. And I also uh, do this thing where I like to listen in to what people say. So even if it's not directed to me, uh, it may be directed to anybody else, but I like to listen in because I want to be a sponge. I want to take in as much as possible, and I think everyone has something that they say that you need to hear. So I listened in on a couple of conversations between, you know, other guys like Kenny, who I'm a complete big fan of, and then uh, same thing with Cody. So, yeah, I did a lot of listening in. Wow, that's quite interesting, and it shows you the – the atmosphere in the locker room that these guys are able to take some time, you know, with so much experience and so much um, to share to you and give you their, their, their train of thought. That, that, that's awesome. That just goes to show you how much everyone respects each other in the locker room and, and really pulling for each other. hundred percent. I completely agree. They are all pulling for one another. Yeah, it seems like there's no ego, no nothing. Just, Hey, you know, let's get this together. Maybe we should do this. So, Really good feedback there, and, and appreciate you sharing that stuff here with us here on the Roman Show. And I'd like to uh, invite everyone to follow uh, Lee on social media on Instagram, Big Shotty Lee. That's Big S H O T T Y L E E. And um, you know, again, we we wish you good luck. Hope to see you very soon at another AEW uh, episode. Dark, maybe dynamite. We never know. Um, but if, if it's one thing here, motivation, who would you say is your top guy uh, or a wrestler that you really looked up to that you want to emulate or, or really you take to the ring every time you go in there and say, you know, he inspired me to be who I where I am right now? Um, so 
there's a couple of different guys. When it comes to outside of the ring, um, man, I, I wouldn't have got into wrestling as big as I did if it wasn't for um, Batista, uh, Undertaker, Jericho, and Styles. Those are guys that I completely watched um, and looked up to big time growing up. And then when it comes to inside of the ring, um, Sami Zayn and um, Pop, those are two guys that I love. So when it comes to inside the ring, I, I try to watch them as much as possible and see how they did everything. And I'll try to emulate it, but in my own way. Well, Lee, thanks so much for sharing that again. Uh, make sure you follow Lee on social media. Anytime you want to come on the on the Roman show, it is your house, man. Thanks so very much, and good luck out there, man, and stay safe. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Well, thanks again, Lee. Really appreciate your time and uh, good luck there in your career. I'm sure we'll be seeing you very, very soon as you receive some high praise there from Cody Rhodes and many others in the world of professional wrestling. Hey, coming up next, we'll be having um, a couple of the, the members of Friend Circle. Friend Circle is a uh, pop punk band. And boy, are they something fun and something good to hear. They are definitely bringing back that early 2000s, late or mid 2000 uh, pop punk. I'm talking about if you're a fan of Blink-182, Sum-41, any of those guys, you're going to love these guys. And they join us next week right here on The Roman Show. That's Friend Circle. They're based out of New Jersey. They'll be joining us here to talk about how they're spending their time in quarantine and when we can anticipate new music. Actually, it drops the first week of uh, first day of, of May next week or next month. Sorry, but we'll let them talk more about that when they join us here on the Roman show next week. Now, moving forward, as I had mentioned in the previous segment before Lee Johnson's interview. Talked about that one of the high experts, Dr. Ezekiel Emanuel, one of the architects of the Affordable Care Act and the special advisor to the Director General of the World Health Organization, stated that he doesn't anticipate any live sporting events or concerts or other mass public gatherings to take place until another 18 months, which would take us into the fall of 2049. But WWE is getting away with this. They are still hosting live events for SmackDown and Raw and NXT. They're going to be producing that stuff, in fact, this week. But UFC has been adamant or aggressive in trying to produce UFC 249. However, the high executives of ESPN mentioned to President, or the UFC President, Dana White, that, listen, you can have this event. I don't care what procedures you take, how many doctors you have. It doesn't matter. And he was actually thinking of hosting this event at Tachi Palace. Tachi Palace is under a Indian reservation, so it's under their rule. They don't follow whatever the government or the local government has. They have their own ru ruling. And they were ready to go. Dana White 
had booked Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson because Habib was unable to fly. But here's my thing, and, 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 and quote me if I'm wrong here, or, or please, I'd like to get your feedback. You can shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com as a website, or you can shoot us a tweet at The Roman Show. But why is it that the WWE gets away with filming this? Okay, and I understand that he, they, they've received some sort of an essential uh, employee note that allows them to travel during these times, even though it's a stay-at-home state in Florida. Yet the UFC couldn't get away doing a fight. I don't think it's fair. If you're delivering content for WWE and not the UFC, now I understand that someone in the government side had a strong opinion as far as Dana White hosting this pay-per-view. And it's one of the reasons as far as, I guess, Disney got wind of it and, and, and told why, hey, just, just cancel this thing overall. In fact, it suspended plans for all events indefinitely. However, he does have an alternative, and it's, according to him, there is a private island that hosts to, to host UFC fights very soon, within the next month. So we're going to get content. And apparently people from out of the country are able to fly into the island. But again, is it fair? I don't think it's fair that the WWE can still move forward with producing content and the UFC can't. What is the difference? You're going to have two people or three people inside a ring or inside a cage. You have your referee and you have your two fighters. Obviously, they're not going to do no battle royal or they're going to have a tag match. It's the same for MMA. You got your doctors who are cage side, but you can separate them, you know, six feet apart to follow the, the rules. I don't know. You tell me. I'd love to get your opinion. Is it right that the WWE is getting away with all this stuff? Meanwhile, the UFC is unable to produce any fights. Kind of unfair if you ask me. Remember to follow us on the socials at The Roman Show on Twitter and Facebook, on also on Instagram. And. On Twitter is at the Roman Show. Visit our YouTube channel. That's all Roman One is the website. We got some great content there. You can catch up. We got hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of, of interviews there. And you can catch up with as far as what we've done here on the Roman Show. With that being said, again, we welcome the boys of Friends Circle. Next week, right here on the Roman Show to talk some music. Lift up our spirits, man. Alright, so we'll catch you here again. We're always live on our social media accounts and on our website, theromanshow.com. We'll catch you right here on The Roman Show. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Catch you next week, everyone.